intro is coming at you Assassin's Creed style today. Uh, I don't know why. I'm a, I'm eccentric now. I've had no sleep. A little bit sick. Eccentric. Uh, products. Jammu. Get some Jammu. Jammu is the only thing that is making me feel good. Uh, I feel like it was fighting a cold away. And then after not sleeping for three days, I reckon I had like four hours sleep in a total of three days. Everyone around me was sick. I didn't. I didn't have my jammu or anything. I can't say it was just not having the jammu. Um, and trained. So I thrashed myself, got sick, but then a nice hot jammu tea, double jammu, honey, slice of lemon, hot water, like a, a super, super lem sip. So it's making me, it's making me feel good. Making me feel good. I might go make one straight after this. Uh, use the discount code DCE podcast for 20% off. Uh, if you're in Adelaide, check out Macro Meals Adelaide. Uh, they got food, they got protein balls, they have Jammu also. Uh, check them out. If you want a discount code, message me because I can't remember what our discount code is. Check out my boy Tiny Sumo, fight news, fight things, lots of fighty, punchy, kicky boys. Uh, a little bit of WWF wrestling stuff going on there as well. Check him out. Big friend of the podcast. Everyone loves Tiny Sumo. Um, today's guest, we have renamed Rachel Vanilla. Because Jamie Bang Bang is a, is a guy like that. So uh, Rachel wrote a book. I assumed it was a picture book because Jimmy Bang Bang pointed it out to me. Apparently, it's not a picture book. It's a book book. Uh, what I mean, let me say it properly. The name of the book is Periods, Poo, and a Glorious You. So obviously, you can see why Jimmy Bang Bang was attracted to that. Um, it, it screams Jimmy Bang Bang. But that's, let's not go into too much detail because we're going to about to listen to a 20-minute podcast where we explain it all. So... Enjoy the podcast. Bye. I'll kiss you on the lips and take you Italy. <laughs> that is a classic. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Anyway, no time for nonsense. Gonna get down to business. We're gonna get straight to the point. We've got no time for nonsense. No time for messing around. Straight to the point. No time for fluffing about. You're straight to it. Just straight to the point. Just gonna get on with it. Better not be honey with me, bro. Don't you look at me in that tone of voice. I'm Peter Zane. Now, ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce to you, from the depths of our twisted imaginations, the DCE Pirate Radio Podcast. That doesn't make any sense. The Pirate Radio Podcast, my friend. You're such an idiot. <laughs> I'll edit, but yes, it's all recording now, it's all good, so we can we can start whenever we want. Yeah, I, we need to uh, work out, it's covering up, I'm hiding behind my mic. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I need to... Rocket science. You should be in. Uh, you should be in film media. I've done so many of the videos where I talk into the camera now. So I uh, and actually, I've got. It's going to be like the last six videos on our page are all going to be me wearing the same shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's because he only owns one shirt. I only have one shirt. All right, I'm going to jump right into an intro today because I don't normally. Can you uh, please twenty percent more pep? No, not at all. Um, today we have Rachel Vanilla. Damn it. <laughs> no, I did that on purpose. Rachel Vavilla, we stumbled across you by accident uh, a week or two ago. I'm going to let you introduce your book at least, but um, I stumbled across it in Nutrition Republic at Glenelg, I want to say last week or the week before, and I thought, wow, that's that's interesting, and tagged you in it. And then the next thing I knew, I had Matt ringing me saying, who is this person that you've tagged in our story and why have you tagged them? And I was like, oh, cool book like what did you think of that and now i'm talking to you so it's the it's the the, the, the wonders of the internet i had poo book and i booked a podcast <laughs> i love that 
So please, if you would, give us a little more eloquent an introduction. Okay. Well, hi. Um, I'm Rachel Favilla, but you can call me Rachel Vanilla if you like. I won't judge you. It's going to um, nickname stick on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. You're Rachel Vanilla now. Okay, sweet. All good. Um, so, yeah, um, I'm a 22-year-old nutritionist, yoga teacher and author from Adelaide. And, um, yeah, this podcast has all come together very organically through, yep, the wonders of the internet and just Instagram and networking. Um, so, yeah, my book, my first book, Periods, Poo and a Glorious You, is um, an eclectic and cheeky read that's kind of it's my story, so we can probably talk about that as we go on. So it's part autobiography, part health information, part um, recipe book, but it's kind of done in a way that all of the information is told through jokes and analogies and anecdotes and cartoons and character sketches, and it's very whimsical. So even though it talks about a lot of serious scientific-based content, it's very light and playful, and you wouldn't necessarily have to be interested in health or poo or anything like that to enjoy it because it could just be a fun autobiography that's just if you if you like well, poo, that's just a bonus <laughs> i know it's just yeah exactly and um yeah and then every so there's an introduction 21 chapters and every chapter ends with a recipe that is symbolic of the discussions in that chapter so it's kind of hits you from all angles whatever genre you're into you'll probably find something um and i did that because Honestly, I had a lot of people saying to me, oh, you should write a book. And I was like, oh, like really? I'm such a cliche, like yogs, nutrition. Hasn't that been done to death? Um, so I kind of thought, do you oh, meditate? Fine. Yeah, see, I do. <laughs> like cliched, fucking cliche. Um, although sometimes in my meditations, I end up at Hogwarts, which I hear doesn't happen to everyone. So, you know, anyway. Um, yeah, so I just thought, look, if I'm going to write something and I keep getting this pull towards it, then it's not going to be a cliche. I'm not going to do what's already being done. Can I do something different? And from the feedback I've been getting, apparently I have done something different um, and it got you your attention. So winning. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell, why I'm here. It's not every day you walk into a, into a cafe and see a book called Periods Poo and, and a Glorious You. To be honest, True. I was like, well, this, this is going to require some follow-up questions. Um, I was under the impression, based on no research, it was a picture book. Is it not a picture book? I think I just like books to be picture books, so I just assume. Well, it's got some pictures in it, like cartoons, and the um, front cover is very animated. Um, But no, it's it's like a yeah, it's like yay thick and more like novel size. It's caricatures. So have you done an audio book for it? No, I haven't. I, you know, I'd like to. I just feel like it would need a lot of editing because I feel like I couldn't read the whole thing smoothly the entire time. But you know, we'll see. If you want to help me record it, feel free. Pay <laughs> someone on the internet. That would be my advice. Yeah. Pay yeah. someone to make it their problem because editing sucks. Yeah. What? So you you studied? Did you say nutri- you're a nutritionist? Yeah, so I just finished at the end of last year a four year degree in nutritional and dietetic medicine. Yeah, that's all. So that is what led you, because again, like writing a book is something I've got, I know a few people that have either have done it or are doing it. It's like, it seems like a difficult thing to do. So like, did you package that? It Like, was it part of your study or like, was it something that you feel like your study? Because I don't think that I could write a book personally. Like I would struggle to write an entire book. I don't think you could read a book. Um, (laughs) 
um, is it something that you pack like what what was the process there like obviously people said like, oh you should write a book and you were like yeah maybe I will maybe I won't like mm-hmm. there's I feel like I feel like you you glossed over it and there was probably a bit more effort put into you didn't just go like oh, oh yeah. No, well yeah well um so my we should probably at some stage get into my history because it kind of starts when I was a kid slash teenager because I had some major like medical scares there that kind of woke me up to living a more aligned, wholesome life that, yes, is a bit of, bit of a cliche, but I tried try to make it real. Does that mean you're woke? I'm woke. Woke and wise and woke whimsical. And wise. And All the Ws. <laughs> yeah. And he's a wanker. <laughs> I'm not that. Um, sometimes, um, no. So, um, yeah, I did. Like, I did, but I like. I guess I had kind of maybe in the back of my mind thought, yeah, like I'd like to write a book someday. That sounds cool. But I guess it was always one day. I was like, yeah. you know, I'm, when I wrote it, I was um, like, people started saying it to me when I was like 18, 19, 20, and I was like, shit, like. I'm really young, like really would I, what would I write about? And I'm really glad I didn't write it as an 18 year old because I was a bit naive and still sorting my shit out back then. Um, So yeah, I just, but I didn't really know exactly what I was going to write about. Like I said, I had to combine three genres to feel comfortable and like it was original enough. So I just started playing with ideas and then I wrote my first character sketch and I really liked it. And so did my one of my friends who I was sending drafts to and I was like, okay, there's the energy of the book. And I'd written for about a year, ended up like my issue isn't not being able to write enough. Mine's struggling to shut up and actually get to the point. So I had 61 chapters and I was like, holy heck, no one's going to publish this. It's too long. And I've tried to do way too much. So I took the nuggets that I liked and the energy I liked and then virtually rewrote the book in about a month. But keeping in mind, I'd written for about a year so I was like okay. you know a gun by the time I and it just yeah it just downloaded it just all came to be and then months of like editing back and forth with the publishers getting it polished but but yeah um I don't know if you, if you want to ask about my history that, that might be yeah, tell us, let's tell that. us your backstory yeah. let's tell us, you, leave you, us in suspense yeah all right oh get the violin out no um so when I was I'll start when I was 14 um I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease called chronic active autoimmune inflammatory hepatitis type 1 but we can just say autoimmune hepatitis because we don't yeah, I was gonna say does it have a catchphrase yeah that's <laughs> Yeah, autoimmune hepatitis. Um, And basically what that means is my immune system got confused and instead of seeing my liver as my liver, it saw it as like a virus or a pathogen and so it just attacked it thinking it was doing the right thing. And by the time it was actually diagnosed, I'd lost about 98% function. I was looking at probably needing a liver transplant. And, yeah, that kind of woke me up very quickly and put things in perspective at that age, um, really shifted my priorities. And... Um, I come from an open-minded family, but, you know, we didn't really know that much about holistic health or nutritional medicine, really. So um, I got put on a lot of medication and, you know, sometimes medication works and sometimes it just makes things a whole lot worse, especially where the liver's involved because even if it's trying to help the liver, the liver has to process it. But if the liver's not working, it's like not good. So that didn't really help. I was very emaciated, very sick very depressed as you can imagine and I just got this I kept getting this intuitive feeling that maybe I could at least complement what I'm doing medically with food and lifestyle and look I'm miserable so if I don't start thinking positively 
like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to lose my mind. So I started and honestly, I just started eating real food. It wasn't a particular diet. I didn't cut out food groups or anything. I just started eating real food. It wasn't even organic. And for the first time, my liver function test starting to get started to get better. So I just kind of kept going and learning a little bit more here and there. And all of a sudden I was going into remission and I was told, well, we don't know what causes this. We don't know what cures it. You'll be lucky to keep your own organ at this point. And just really basic stuff, like really basic, not even anything worth patenting. It's just basic. What would ideally we could all be doing healed me. And um, like out of interest, like what sort of changes, like you said, it wasn't a specific diet, just whole food. So like what, yeah, what were just getting rid of packets. Anything in the so, packet. Yeah. Yeah, getting rid of packets, getting rid of wheat, like switching to ancient grains. Um, eventually I did stints of dairy-free or if I did have dairy, it was organic. And I did go do, do a stint of gluten-free. And over time, like I did do stints of doing certain protocols to try them on to see how they fitted. But the biggest thing was just not having all the processed refined additives and mm. getting rid of chemicals in my life, like switching to more wholesome personal care products and, you know, just those sorts of things yeah. that, yeah. You're a hundred, like you are preaching to the choir here. Like we, yeah. you know, we're, yeah. we're right there with you, but I do like, these are the sorts of things that are, I don't know, in a weird way, it sort of makes me feel better to meet other people that think the same thing. Cause sometimes you'll say that to people like, Oh, you know, I'm, you know, I use. He's a witch. Yeah, I use body. I use deodorant that. I use like, coconut I use, deodorant. Yeah, I use coconut and essential oil deodorant, and people are like, yeah, you, are. "You can imagine, like playing footy." Everyone's like, "Oh, have you got any deodorant?" I'm like, "Yeah, but you got to put it on with your finger." And they're all like, "What?" Like, yeah, well, that's a that's a different tricky no, place. There's no zinc oxide. You know, there's none of the nasty shit in it. And they're like, mm. "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "The look at all the chemicals that you're spraying on." Like, I don't, I don't know a hundred percent that they are doing bad but i know that they aren't doing good put it that way it's just like and if i can find a way to not have to put that on my body or in my body even better so yeah i'm i'm 100 you you, you've you've won me over it's it's nice to hear someone that's um reasonable as well yeah most people i was was honestly waiting for you to start like hammering me with v like glute like something to be like you need to be this i'm like oh here we go strap in and i'm like i don't that's completely reasonable so um yeah maybe not most people i think it's just a, a loud minority on both sides but there's some people you speak to and they're just like nah just listen to the dude with the white coat on take whatever drugs they give you and the other side is is the ones that yeah. Jimmy Bang Bang's going about. It's like, no, nah, just like stare at the sun every morning and and <laughs> and breathe. And it's like, well, no, both things will be good. Like, you know, there's certainly a place for medical intervention. Um, that science stuff works out quite well sometimes. Um, but if that's your first point of call, like if you're eating shit, that certainly couldn't be helping. And maybe it doesn't even have a direct impact on what the problem is. But if you if your body's already struggling with problems because you're putting crap fuel in, yeah. it's not going to help anything. So yeah, no, it's nice 100%. to hear someone that's reasonable on both things. Oh, thanks. Well, hence why I'm glad I didn't write it when I was 18 and a bit yep. like, this is amazing, all the bone broth. It's like, let's just bury that in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just go through and delete, delete some, yeah. old, some old Facebook posts and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So we've got we've got a magical elixir with links yeah. to peer reviewed studies. So we're a bit of a personality uh, disorder as well. Yeah, exactly. I know. I, I agree with you. It's like, and it, but you know, those. So I think going 
falling into the extreme, especially at young, when you're young and naive and you're a bit like, cause I did an interview recently and I said, honestly, I did fall into that trap periodically. I started off very reasonable, but then I wanted to be like, Oh, well, if a little bit works, does a lot more work better? And in yeah. some cases it did, but, but I also was like, but I didn't, I guess for most people and the reason they fall into that is very few of us grow up with a really good philosophy around food and a really good relationship with that and our bodies. Mm. So once we wake up, it's not like we can just go back to doing what we were doing and we kind of want to go, well, what is the best diet for me? And honestly, that best diet for you changes as your body changes all throughout life. But there is, I suppose, still and probably more so in the past just happened there was this elusive idea that it's this protocol and you do it this way and you should work with these practitioners because they're trained in this specialty and they'll get you the results instead of it just being like, hey, listen to your body, base it on real food. And you can take bits from those protocols because most of them are really good to an extent, but you don't have to feel guilty for eating grains if they agree with you just because someone goes, oh, they're inflammatory or, you know, insert the dogma. Yeah. 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 The one that really hit home for me is um, this is probably – five or six years ago, one of my mates was, was studying nutrition at uni. Yeah, probably, maybe it's different from when you did it. But we're having a conversation about the food pyramid that they were teaching him. Mm-hmm. And like me as a non-uni dum-dum, I'm like, that's wrong. I'm like, that, that, like that, that's not why. Like, they, you're probably right. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are they telling us? And literally because it was from the 80s or something. It was just an old book. But that was the, the curriculum hadn't changed. And I was like, well, why is it? Why is it telling me to have cereal with sugar in it in the morning? Like what, why is that what I should be getting 80% of my food from? That doesn't yeah. feel right. All right. Um, yeah. It, look, it's been updated a bit, but yeah. Um, well, yeah, like I still, I guess I already knew. I did learn a lot at uni. I did, but I came in with a very woke um, headset, I yeah. suppose you could say. So I did take some things with a pinch of salt. Yeah. I was open-minded and I probably did help open my ba- mind back up to where, where it had been closed, particularly doing clinical placement and mm. working with individuals that all need their needs considered differently. Um, but, yeah, there's still some stuff that I'm just like, all right, whatever, like, sure, but I don't yeah. personally. I, I still, my, my natural personality is to go to the, extreme and the and the conspiracy <laughs> like i always love quoting the um you know the sugar industry paid to kind of push oh. the, the fat and all that stuff yeah, like i yeah, haven't yeah. looked into it at all i'm just going off secondhand other people <laughs> talking about it but i'm like nah, no it's all wrong they did. They did. well you know in my book i actually talk about a document that the sugar association put out there and they call sugar table sugar one of the purest foods in the pantry and then it talks you through the purification process and it's like <laughs> Holy fuck. Like if that's what pure food is, give me something processed because seriously, like. I don't think that word means what you think it means. Yeah. No, no, exactly. But people didn't and couldn't question it. Like you still have conversations. Like it's different now because they're like technology has made that so much more accessible. Like I find some of the conversations I have with like, like my parents, for example, Mm. same with yours. And I'll talk like. They've actually, I think I told you, did I tell you the other day, like dad picked something up in the shop. So I was with him. I went to the shop to do something with him the other day. He picked it up, looked at it. And I'm like, what are you doing with that? And he's like, too much sugar. I put <laughs> it back down because I bang on about sugar all the time. I went, I don't like, if I want to eat something that I know has sugar in it, I've got no issue. Like if I want to eat a bar of chocolate, I'll eat a bar of chocolate. But what I don't like is when you pick up your box of cereal it's like oh i'm doing something good here i'm having whole yeah, grains oh exactly. no actually yeah. there's 30 grams of sugar. Or pasta, like something something uh you wouldn't 
think that's got added sugar. That pisses me off. Like tomatoes are high in sugar. So if I'm going to buy some pasta sauce because I'm too lazy to make my own, if it's, I don't mind that it's got a little bit of sugar in it, but then when it's got added sugar and it's got three times the amount, I'm like, why are you putting sugar in this? Like, because people like the taste of it. Well, because, yeah, it's, it addicts it's people and sells more, yeah. yeah. Well, we put lots of salt in and we put too much in, so we had to balance it with the sugar. Yeah. And, you know. yeah. And we, yeah. we, we sell more if we put more of this in. Yeah, it does. It yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. So, no, agreed. Spice mm. mixes are my, like, I don't use oh, spice When mixes. they have, yeah. like, added gluten and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What, well, what the oh, fuck? When, I'm sorry. When, like, why? Well, Not that I'm against gluten, but, like, it's We had some left over. Yeah, we, yeah, we had some. Yeah, Did, yeah. Tony didn't know what to do with it. So, yeah, well, we had a bucket of MSG <laughs> chucking in. Um, I just, yeah, yeah. Like some some recipes will call for, like, some sugar in it. I get it. Like a bolognese sauce or, like, some, you know, some mm. recipes, they'll, they'll put some sugar in it. I get it. But when you pick up, like, a, you know, Mexican chili seasoning Premix packet from the shops, mm. and it's like you look at the ingredients. It's like starch, sugar, corn, spices. It's like so there is literally less of the actual spices in this than there is yeah. anything else that I want from it. Like you can't tell me that oh that's that's how it's meant to be cooked. Like no, no, sorry, no. I, I went sorry. I, yeah. I we we digress. No, I it kind of works in with like, hence why just by going onto real food and not really having any other r- rule other than that, yeah. put, kicked my body into remission. And like, I kind of love saying to people, I wasn't a little bit sick. I was borderline needing an organ transplant, like, and I changed that one thing and started to get better. Like, that is pretty dramatic. Yeah. It was not like, oh, I had a few days where I was a bit constipated and, you know, like, that's, that's still inspiring, but we're probably not quite the same level. So, yeah. <laughs> <Can> you- <laughs> Can you drink alcohol? Uh, no. Yeah. Oh, my no. brain my brain goes off on tangents. I that just clicked to me. I'm like, "Oh, that would be that'd be really not a good idea. being like going through teen years and not being able to have a uh, drink. Yeah, I've had about maybe one and a half drinks my entire life. All yeah. done pre yeah. Didn't know better. Had a little cheeky rum and coke with mum when I was 13. Yeah. <laughs> Communion wine, but that was about it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I don't know how much you, well, yeah, it's one of the, I'm a, I got a, I got a weird thing with alcohol. It's one of those, again, I feel like. He we, drinks lots of it and then feels bad about it. No, nah, well, <laughs> I feel like in 50 to a hundred years time, we'll look at alcohol the same way we look at smoking now. It'll be like, oh yeah, but everyone's doing it. It's like, yeah, it's probably not really very good for us, but, but it's okay. It's just drinking. It's fine. It's under control. Yeah. And then like. A hundred years, it's going to be like, oh, remember when you could drink in public? I remember when you could smoke in hospitals. Like, yeah, yeah absolutely. I just it wouldn't surprise. Maybe I'm wrong, but it wouldn't surprise. You got to watch out about that five G stuff, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm deeper on oh, these conspiracies. Mr. Fucking tinfoil hat <laughs> over here is convinced that the government are trying to steal his thoughts. <laughs> oh wow, you guys are my spirit animals. <laughs> um, <laughs> so what's next? I just don't like sugar. What you got? A, you got a book. What's yeah. next? You're going to write another book? You're going to like Probably. Yeah, it, it's funny. I started writing, like before my first one even came out, I'd started writing a second one and it's really good, but I also am like, I'm trying to, again, make something very serious, playful, and I'm like, okay, I think that's next. Um, all I'm going to say is that it's it's a well, book about, well, it was going to be, a, that's probably not going to come out now because I'm changing directions, but it was going to be a book about the immune system where your immune system comes to life and takes you on like a little 
um, escapade of like all the, you know, all the, the magic school bus. Yeah. I was just about to say, literally, literally. And your T cells like, welcome to the T cell university. I'll look at your little cells over there getting educated. They're so, you know, it was cute, but the whole idea was kind of to get people to realize that this is how your immune system works to protect you. And here's, we're injecting yourself with a whole lot of foreign DNA and, aluminium and formaldehyde probably doesn't fit into that and i'm just like look it's great great idea and i'm passionate about that but no matter which way i package it i'm going to get labeled as something i don't an anti-vaxxer basically even though i'm not i wouldn't align myself with that i'm just a risk aware and i'm like probably not at this age the right energy to be stepping into um so yeah i've taken a break from that and now i'm like maybe if i just live my life the next book will come. Like I, you know, back in the past, I didn't realize that there was going to be a book come out of what everything I did, but yeah. there was. And I feel like if I just let myself live, the next book will come from that. Cause I don't have an issue writing. So again, like I can write too much and mine's keeping it small. So I'm not really worried about that. It's just, I don't want to write a book for the sake of writing it or go back myself into a corner with yeah. content that's needed. But do I need to do that and put myself out there in that way? So. So yeah, this is like a semi gap year for me. Um, like I'm, te- I teach lots of yoga. I teach on average seven classes, sometimes more a week, and I'm doing book stuff and um, trying to learn to relax because not the best at that. I talk about it a lot, and like I'm good at self care, but I feel like there's a difference between self care and actually just letting yourself chill the fuck out and not feel like you have to be productive all the time. Yeah. So I feel like more will come when I've learned that lesson. But until then, the universe is like just fucking relax. Seriously, we're watching you. So that's what I'm trying to do. Have you have you had any – how do you go with devices? How do you go with, like, screen time? Um, I, I like to have – I try to have a few or at least one day a week where I don't really at least get out my computer. Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have any screen-free day. I could try. I could try. Might um, be just when – like, what from what you were saying before, like, I – why are you looking at me? <laughs> You're talking. I'm just being an engaged listener. Um, sometimes that's a good way to start. Or setting yourself aside. Like we, we like yesterday, we, for different reasons, um, we had our first like mutually agreed upon nothing day yesterday, didn't we, that I can remember in a long time. Yeah. Like for, for different reasons, neither of us have had any sleep. Yeah. <laughs> But it's funny that you say that because yesterday I did have a day where I'm like not going on the computer, but then like you guys reached out and were like, hey, do you want to be in our podcast? And a few other things came into my mind where I'm like, oh. Hey, no, 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 no. It was good. I was on my phone, actually. I was on my phone. Um, But no, like as I was like, I can still go on my phone and just check a few things. But it's, I didn't mind it because it was like very organic and it was like, I don't mind being on a screen if I'm enjoying it. It's just letting go of that obligation to, yeah, you don't want to have I guess it's that tricky thing now where it's like, well, like you said, how did we find each other? The internet and yeah. how do other people find you? The internet, if you're not out there, how do people find you? But also that balance of being able to go, but I don't want to live my life on a screen and feel like, Oh my gosh, if I'm not posting all the time or this or that, then people won't find me. Cause I guess what I'm also learning is step out into your community and well, technically, isn't that the goal anyway? Because to, of the internet. Well, the no trick medium we use to communicate but we met because i walked into a shop and saw it, your book so true so the motto to the story walk into more cafes like nutrition republic, oh, exactly. go to nutrition just, republic. massive nutrition republic. go yeah just 
We can't end the podcast there. Just go to Nutrition Republic. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. And buy all the products they sell. Yeah, especially <laughs> the books and magical elixirs. Yes, in particular. Great combo. Into, how did you get into Nutrition Republic? Nicole says hello, uh-huh. by the way. I spoke to her earlier today and she said, oh, oh I've Nicole. been meaning to contact you apparently. So um, oh, I she does um, say, James told me that you were going to do that live on a podcast. Oh, beautiful. I'm going to send my love back to her live on a podcast. Okay, um, cool. I'll let her know. I don't think either of you understand why this live thing works. <laughs> Nicole, if you listen, I love you. Um, literally, I just asked. I just was like, hey, I've got a because I knew that there were a few other books like Casey Wilson, The Naturopath, and Kale Brock have books there. And I'm like, well, mine would work here too. Like, sure. So I literally just sent a few emails and I hadn't heard anything and I'm like, they're probably so busy. So I literally, I had a car service one morning and had time to kill. So I walked down there and um, Nicole was like, oh my gosh, literally last night I saw your second email in my inbox. I've been wanting to get back to you. I'm so glad you came in. And she literally was like, yeah, like we'll take five copies and see how they go. And yeah, it was that easy and yeah, it's doing well. They are, they are awesome. But they, she's another classic example of like, I'll get a, I'll get an order for stock from at her from like 11 o'clock at night one day. And you can tell like, they're always like, they're so passionately involved in everything they do. Like, yeah. she's still happy though. She's like, Hey, how are you going? By the way, can we have some stock? And I'm like, it's 11 o'clock at night. I think I've, I've written back before. I'm like, it's 11 o'clock. Go to bed. Like, yeah, put your phone down and chill. And she's like, oh, we'll next week, but we've got 400 things to do this week. But, you know, yeah, and I'm a happy. bit like... Yeah, I mean, probably not that. I generally don't... I try not to do any work after dinner. So after a certain time at night, it's like phones on flight mode or it's not, but I'm not looking at it. Yeah. And I'll just go... I'll spend time with my family or I'll put on my blue blockers and do some puzzles. And so, you know, I'm getting there. It's just... I think I was better at it when I was at uni and now I'm like, I suppose more people are reaching out. So I'm a bit more attentive to like, I don't want to miss an opportunity. So, yeah. you know, I've, it's I've just started, um, now, especially because I've got a newborn, like I got in my head, I didn't do much research. I got in my head like Wi-Fi signals and stuff. Like I, I learned enough to go, you know what? There's already positive benefits of turning all this stuff off. I'm going to turn it off. So now yeah. I've got like a set off point where I turn all my routers off. I put all, my, all the phones on flight mode and just turn all the electricity off. My idea was I want to get to a point where I can push a button and all my electricity goes off except for my fridge. But I haven't, I haven't orchestrated that plan. But again, like it's, it, I find it helps because otherwise you look at your phone and you look up and it's three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And when I've got a, like, I've got a reason that I have to be up to three o'clock in the morning at the moment. It's like, well, all right, you've, uh, you've had your phone time till 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock on midnight. Now read a book. Like if, you, if you're going to be awake, read a book, do something constructive. Yeah. Periods two and a glorious you. Great. Great one. Well, they won't send you to sleep. Though. Won't send you to know. sleep? It won't send you to sleep. I hope not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Might send you to the toilet, but that's it. Dare I ask where you got the name from? Yeah, it Seems just came to me. So, but you know what? Like, Well, no, it was just, I think it was going to be my old, I used to have a podcast and it was called the healthy exception and the tagline is uh, was uh, the t- podcast for teenagers choosing to be the healthy exception to the unhealthy rule so this was kind of going to have a similar but paraphrased tagline and and then when I rewrote it and got it down to the 21 chapters and it was way funnier and way more playful than it had been I'm like now nah, we need to upgrade the title it needs to be naughty and like capt- captivating and I'm like it just literally I went on a walk and it popped into my head I'm like yes 
Limelight, where we talk a lot about poo and it's about the glorious body and we touch on hormones, so that could work. And then I kind of saw, like, I, I, I can't draw it. I've got a friend who's an artist to do the um, the cover art for me, but I saw it. I'm like, oh, yes, it's that whimsical vagina cartoon and it can, like, the fallopian tubes, tubes can be hugging the super cool poo and, like, they can be smiling and I'm like, yeah, now that would work. So it just, mm-hmm. it's meant to be. That's what meant to be. You, you did, re- you <laughs> reminded me actually of, of a funny anecdote. Yeah. Is when um, Jimmy Bang Bang first, like, put me onto you. First thing I saw was your story, like, your stuff about when you were 14. And I'm like, James, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you making me message 14-year-old girls? And then I scrolled down. I'm like, oh, okay. It makes more sense. For a moment there, I'm like, James, what are you doing? I, I just saw it and I thought... Are we pedophiles now? No. <laughs> <laughs> now? James, that's off-brand. That's oh, off-brand, no. James. <sighs> I said, I'd like to speak to the... Ma- oh, I am the manager. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I literally... It, what was it? I just like... I remember standing there and I'm like, whoa. That's different. Don't see that every day. I'm gonna, I'm going to put that on the story. Oh well, thank you. I'm glad you I did. I don't understand the internet. I live in the real world. Yeah. I live in the physical world. I should say, not the real world. This is the that's the best way to be. If you can bring the physical world and real world and be authentic online, I think you've you've nailed it. Really, that's what we're trying to do. I think is that what we're trying to do? Joe, uh, there's no real plan. You should see out. Like we wrote down a. Um, Business plan is too is too strong of a word. It's a one page when we first we first started. I love that. I think the first part is try not to be a cunt. That's step one. That's step one. Step two is do something that you enjoy every day. Um, do something to help the world yeah, and makes make those dollar dollar bills while you're doing it. Yeah. Mm. I'm paraphrasing because I got a shit memory. But that's generally the gist. And like, you know what I love about that? It's like people will say to you, if you want to have a business or a social media presence, this is the protocol and this is what you do. And this is how, and it's like, oh my, I I mean, I I get that there's a time and a place for that maybe, but it's like, I think. Go kick rocks, nerd. I'm going to do it my way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because otherwise you, you know what you are, you're that's high. It's like, you might have a wellness business, but all you are is connected to Wi-Fi a hundred percent of the time. And you're stressed and you're trying to get your leads and you're ticking your goals. And it's so regimented. And, it, and, and it's, it's like, so obvious. Also, I don't know. I'm sorry. For me, that's not happiness. Especially in like, that's probably the wellness community, the health and fitness community. It's so inauthentic and it's, it's Ugh, people yeah. are peddling authenticity in an inauthentic way hmm. and it's so frustrating and like it's hard because people try and give you these marketing ideas and like you, yeah. you yourself sometimes like oh that's I'd, I'd punch me in the face if I saw that like I, I would dislike what I've just done so yeah. it's a constant battle to try and like trying to get your message out there and trying to get your stuff out there without selling your soul to do it so yeah absolutely and I'm a big believer and just be candid do it like actually whatever you're putting out there do it really well and people will vibe with that and people will respect that and they'll keep coming back because they'll be like, yeah, but she's real or he's real. Like they're genuine. I vibe with them. And it's like, you know, I feel like we could be mates and come over for dinner. Like, you know, yeah. it's not that unattainable airbrushed kind of yeah. falseness. And, yeah. You're the you sort know, of person yeah. that I would happily like go and have dinner with or like go and yeah. spend time with. Yeah. I get it. Well, I always yeah. used to say in my personal life, like I try and be honest because I'm, I've got too bad of a memory to keep track of lies. I think it's the same thing with the online. If you be authentic with your, with your online presence, you don't have that moment where you're constantly like, Oh my God, what if they find out the real me? Yeah. What what if they get that picture of me in a Tim Tam? Yeah. 
yeah, well, yeah, that, a few people spring to mind. <laughs> a few people spring to mind there, where people, yeah, like preach a certain lifestyle and then don't don't live by it. Yeah. It's much easier just to be like, hey, this is me and this is how I do things. And yeah. if you like that, sweet. If you don't, that's also cool. But sometimes I eat chocolate pudding for dinner. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'm an asshole. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I yell at people that is uncalled for. Yeah. And then I feel bad and I apologize. Hopefully. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so where can people get your stuff? Can they buy it online or do they have to go down to Nutrition Public? No, they can get it um, on my website. So uh, com. Do you want to say it again? Because James spoke over it. it. He doesn't understand the dot. See, it looks like a W. If I knew what I was doing, it would flash up on the screen right now. Okay. All the W's, you know that there's three, dot, realsoupforthereelsoul.com, and there's the shop tab, and you can buy my book there, and there's links to all my socials on there. So I do Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and then that's enough. So I'm sorry, not on Twitter, not on Snapchat. Um, Otherwise, I would be on my phone all the time. and then, yeah, like, so that's your best bet. Um, and, but if you're in Adelaide, you can contact me. We could even catch up and I can give it to you. Um, you could come to a yoga class and all the details are on the website there and get it. Um, or just come to yoga because it's fun. Uh, but yeah, Nutrition Republic Glenelg. And I feel like maybe the other stores might be getting it in soon. So watch this space. Um, Dimix Glenelg, Rundle Mall, the organic store and cafe at South Glenelg as well. Um, yeah, there's a few other places online that will come up on Google, but I would direct you to my website first. I'll, um, I'll put all the links in the description. Yeah. So exactly. scroll cool. down and click. There Beautiful. That's better. Yes. <laughs> I had a question, but it's gone. Disregard. Oh. Well, I think we're about to get kicked off of this thing. So that's why I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get all the plugs and all the final thoughts out the way. I have no final Because we have, we have the trial version of this meeting recorder that kicks us off after 40 minutes. Oh, fair enough. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all good. Well, thank you for having me. And this has been fun. I've loved it. And, yeah, if there's anything else you want to do to collaborate, let me know. Oh, where do you, yo- where do you yoga? yoga? Um, so I do community classes in, at Brighton on Friday nights. Um, and then I teach at the Jim Glenelg and Flinders Uni gym oh. as well. Yeah. Helpful for you. I'm, I'm, no, the I'm from Glenelg, the north. No, the Jim Glenelg. Um, Jack, does Jack still work there? Jack Armstrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, Jack. I, I met Jack in a, in a previous life, but um, yeah, awesome dude. Dude from the oh, course. He's uh, I think where he's, he's scouting around, he met him at a bathhouse. <laughs> no, no. He's, he's, he's an interesting dude. He's a very interesting dude. Yeah, um, no, he's got a great energy, Jack. Yeah. He's second. I said he's um, got a great energy about him. Honey, man. Anyway, I've, tried, okay. I've gone off on is there, any, is there any other people that, you would, that, that you'd like to just reminisce about? <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about Skippy. We got some feedback once. He kept talking about our mate Skippy. And someone's like, we don't know who Skippy is. Stop talking about Skippy. Hey, Skippy. <laughs> Hi, Skippy. I know you're listening. <laughs> We're going to do our, our vegan barbecue cook-off next week. Yep, you can't come. You were drunk. You didn't see what was going on. Ah, oh well. I'm going to cook some meat for me. <laughs> all right. All right, so final thoughts. Anything else? Buy the, buy the book. Watch this space. Follow you on the, all the social medias. Yeah, go on my website. Like I've got my, 
my list of services there. So if you want to work with me, just have a look through what I can offer. But honestly, if it's about yoga, nutrition, health, happiness, humor, I'm open to most things platonically. That's not a weird invitation. Um, so just it's, it's, give it's me worth, it's worth clarifying for our really it's very insane. important to clarify. Uh, and if you if you would like something non platonically, please message James at vertically.com. <laughs> Yeah. See what I have to work for. <laughs> Alrighty, well, thank you. Online. Sorry? I said, this is why I leave him online. He doesn't, ah, do, yes. he doesn't do so well in the public. <laughs> mm. Doesn't awesome. Have social- <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up before this gets any more off topic. Okay. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on. We'll be in touch on the uh, on the lines. Yeah. And Jim, Jimmy Bang Bang will probably go for a coffee because he's that type of person. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I... I Frequent nutrition republics. So okay, well, as do I. So if maybe I see you just in there, I'll let me give you a wave. Yeah, sounds Rachel good. Rachel Vanilla, right? <laughs> yeah, gone, got it. That was, that's going to stick. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for coming on. All right, nice to meet you. thank you. It was great to meet you. Yeah, bye. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>